I lift myself. I raise. Unafraid and daring, I am what escapes, what flees and flies, what splits and dashes. I am a dance. I do not fall. I am a heel breaking the ground. The dust of toes, wings waving in wind. I move. I am a movement. Focused and fierce, I smile. I laugh. I lift and carry sisters. I am most free, running for freedom, unlike any. That was poet Asia Monet describing Alison Desir. Alison Desir is a movement. She is focused and she is fierce. That poem is a part of a campaign that represents so much for so many women. Unlike any is a perfect way to describe this episode of Be Honest. There are times in your life where you are used to be a vessel, if you will, to change the way people perceive situations, their perspectives, to uplift people, perhaps to change their lives. In essence, unlike any describes a very powerful group of women that are truly unlike any. That poem sets the tone for this edition of Be Honest. So we got a first-time guest on Be Honest. This is exciting. We haven't had a first-time guest in a long time. I'm Allison Desir, founder of the Harlem Run Club. By way of background... Allison ran from New York City to D.C. for the Women's March and raised over $100,000 in 20 days for Planned Parenthood. Allison and I met at an Under Armour event, and uh, I initially, because I'm going to be, I'm going to hit you with the, the aesthetic first, I thought, look at this lovely, beautiful woman. Uh, and then she had a more amazing story that was even more beautiful than her, um, a great spirit. And I was really happy to hear that everything that she had decided to do for the community was being highlighted and she is being rewarded for her, for her service. So I definitely wanted to have Allison on the podcast. Allison, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. This is like surreal. I'm pinching myself that this moment is happening. So thank you for having me. So you got to tell everybody your story, Allison. Uh, how did you start or why did you start the Harlem Run Club? Yeah, so Harlem Run really uh, came from a very personal experience that I was going through. In uh, November of 2012, um, that's, that's when I was, I was going through a period of depression. My father was diagnosed with Lewy body dementia. My boyfriend at the time was cheating on me. I couldn't find a job. All of these circumstances really were weighing on me. And I spent a lot of my time in front of my computer, on Facebook, on Instagram, just, you know, monitoring what other people were doing in their life. And I came upon one of my friends who was training for a marathon and raising money for an organization. And it struck me because he wasn't like your typical runner. He wasn't, you know, skinny white guy, which is typically what you see in endurance sports. Um, he was you know, average looking black guy, somebody who I could relate to, and it seemed to be really transforming his life. So as depressed as I was, um, that really stuck out to me. And I thought, well, maybe this is something that I can do to start feeling better about myself. 
So I signed up for this marathon with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. They would give me a training plan in exchange for fundraising. So the process really made me feel better about myself. I found my confidence, as many people do, through running and sports. And, um, you know, 16 weeks later, I had fundraised $5,000 for the organization and ran my first marathon. And, you know, that, at first I was like, okay, one and done. I'm never doing a marathon again. <laughs> but, but I really started to think about the way that my life had been transformed. And I thought, what if I share this with other people? What if I create an inclusive space in my neighborhood, in Harlem, for people just like me who maybe, you know, didn't see themselves as athletes, um, felt uncomfortable with their body, were going through some mental health issues. And that's really how Harlem Run was born. Of course, you know, you have these grand plans and I had a launch date and nobody came for almost four months, a very long time. But um, it's, it's incredible to see how Harlem Run has grown and the ways that Harlem Run changes people's lives. I want to talk about that. So I, I'll go back just a bit and how you said you were going through a really tough time and you talked about your personal struggles um, and it couldn't get any worse a parent sick, a boyfriend cheating, what am I to yeah. do, work not necessarily correct, but you you found therapy in running. Yeah. And, and so you thought, guess what? I'm not the only person who probably is going through something and perhaps can find therapy in running. And you and you create this concept. Um at the time that you created it, did you did you know there was a need? You know, I, I didn't really. I, I knew that it was making such a difference in my life. And um, I thought that maybe just sharing it, maybe I would find other people, you know, but it's, I didn't really understand then. Um, I, I didn't know as much about mental health. I didn't know much about as much about mental illness. I really hadn't ever created a community like this before. But I just figured like if it's made such an impact on my life, there might be somebody else for whom it makes an impact. Um, so it was, it was a very almost like naive start. I'd like to point out that, especially in the African-American community, but in America in general, there is such a stigmatism or a uh, a shame associated with mental illness. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I think because it's not pretty, you know. I mean, on days, so I, I my biggest period of depression was in 2012, but I still suffer from depression and anxiety, and it's really hard. There are days when I wake up with, just a pain in my chest and it's difficult to breathe and everything seems overwhelming and I have terrible thoughts about myself and my future and that's hard to admit and um, it's a place that you can often feel stuck in. So I I think the way that I hope to um, shed light on mental illness is really to start talking about it, showing people that it's okay to be vulnerable, that there are ways to improve your situation, whether it's through, you know, physical fitness and running or it's through one-on-one counseling. Um, There are ways to make yourself feel better, but it's just, it's not always pleasant to go there and talk about it. It's not always pleasant because there's always this bit of shame associated with it, as mentioned. And, and, but what I, what I thought about the other day, I was reading this article and it was about uh, a man going through a horrible divorce and, you know, losing his family. And he was so devastated about the entire situation. And he said he started to sculpt, like literally sculpt, make, you know, pots and pans or whatever, if you Mm. will. And he Mm. said there was something very therapeutic about his hands working in that way and he was feeling an emotion that he hadn't felt before or an emotion that made him feel as if he was releasing some of the anger and the bitterness and the and all the different emotions he was experiencing because of this 
horrible divorce. And I then it just clicked. I said, wouldn't it be nice if everyone had some type of therapy and, and that word didn't yeah. come with, um, you know, a different type of a prejudice, if you will. And that word didn't mm. mean I'm sitting in someone's office and I'm crazy or I, right. that word didn't mean I am awful. Someone help me get better. And, right. and so for, for you to tell us about how running has changed your life. And in addition to running, it's changed others' lives, and you're raising money for causes that you find near and dear to your heart. Um, it's very refreshing. Uh, I I think that what you've been able to do, starting it from you know a grassroots project to now, uh, is is pretty special. Can you talk about how you were able to work with Under Armour, and Harlem Run was able to be put in the spotlight? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just been an incredible couple of years from my very personal journey to Harlem Run to where I am now. And I think um, it was about a year and a half ago that I reached out to Under Armour and um, telling them about Harlem Run, asking for support, letting them know the kinds of things that we were doing in the community and the way we were supporting runners. And as it turns out, um, some people at Under Armour had actually heard about us also because of a mutual friend. So it's the timing was sort of right, and Harlem Run was really exploding. We were having like 150 to 200 people at our runs every Monday night, and it really just was a perfect fit because with Under Armour, what I found was that they were really looking to highlight stories from people in the community and um, empower runners in ways that other brands haven't. And I mean that in it was more of a partnership than a sponsorship. It wasn't like, here, we're going to give you some stuff and rep our gear it was like, we want you to be a part of what we're building. We've made some mistakes in the run category before, and we want we want real athletes to be a part of building this new Under Armour run category. Um, and so then over the past year and a half, I, I've really had an opportunity to grow close to a lot of people in the company, including Adrian Lofton, who I'm like a super fan of her, mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin Plank himself. Mm-hmm. And the way that they have... Um, really narrowed in on my story and seeing the way that um, sharing my story could help other women has been incredible. Coming up on the other side of the break, more Allison Desir. Uh, she tells us about this unlike any campaign and ladies, a very special surprise. You do not want to miss it. Okay. So they have the campaign unlike any, um, yeah. and, and you and I are sitting and chatting and talking about it. And they are several athletes. Um, I I call you an athlete. Like you may not be like a traditional athlete, but I think you're an athlete. You know, and, I, and, I would say so. I yeah. call myself an athlete. <laughs> yeah, you are. I think I'm an athlete. That's the beauty That's of Under right. Armour. So there's you. There's Misty Copeland, um, Natasha. Who else is on the? I, I'm forgetting uh, the 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 stunt woman. What's her name? Jesse. Jesse Grass. Yes. Yes. And, and I'm, am I missing one more? Zoe Zhang and Lindsay Vaughn, whose campaign will be yeah, out. Yeah, and a those later. two. Zo- yeah, my my producer uh, Delina has it right here. She's like, read your paper, Zoe Zhang. <laughs> here, Carrie, it's right here. I got it. Natasha <laughs> Hastings got it. Um, and Lindsay Vaughn. Obviously, we know who Lindsay Vaughn is. But unlike any, speaks to so much, right? Because it's yeah. just different. But it represents you so well in what you're trying to do. You're unlike any. You are a pioneer, if you will, to me in your world. And we're taking this to um, the masses. And I think that not only 
is fitness a way of life, but it's also a part of healing. And that's what you've been able to do. And I, I, I tell you what, I think that people need to pick up on this. So how do I get everybody a part of a Harlem run so that they can know what you're doing? Where do I direct them? So all people are welcome to Harlem run, no matter your age, no matter your size, no matter your ability. We run on Monday and Thursday nights at 7 p.m. in Harlem. We meet at a local park on Monday, Marcus Garvey Park on 124th and 5th. And on Thursday, we meet at a local nonprofit on uh, 125th and Lenox. And everything is accessible via our website, harlemrun.com, our Twitter and Instagram, at Harlem Run. So we've heard every excuse in the book. Like, literally, people say, you know, I don't have the right shoes. I don't have a watch. I don't have this. I'm not, I'm not in good enough shape. But it's really like a come-as-you-are type of environment. So I can and, come and um, run in sandals? Allison, is what you're telling me? If I show up in sandals and address you, I'm like, girl, just trot with us. What you going to do? Listen, what I'm saying is I wouldn't recommend that outfit. <laughs> but if that's what you have, come and we'll help you out. <laughs> I love that. So there's no excuses. Like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not a real runner. Because I'm sure some people are walking as well, right? Everyone's not yeah. coming out the gate hitting up 24 miles. Right. Well, that's the cool thing. We have pace groups from seven minute to 12 minute. And then we have a run walking group and a walking group. And actually just uh, this past week, we had somebody who showed up as a walker maybe a year ago and she ran her first 5k um, in an 1130 minute pace. So, you know, it, it's great. Like starting off as a walker and it is a perfectly great place to start. And I also know a lot of really fast walkers who walk marathons. So, you know, it's, it's, it's on you. It's, it's your own limitations, really. We're right. here for everyone. Allison, what's next on your bucket list? What are you What are you doing in terms of uh, more challenges to help make the world a better place? I'm glad you asked. We are in stage two of the Run for All Women initiative. Um, as you mentioned, in January, in response to the threat of Planned Parenthood being defunded, uh, I organized a run from Harlem to D.C., and that run generated so much excitement, not just in the United States, but around the world in Korea and England, um, that we realized that there was an opportunity to continue the momentum. So this August, second week of August, we're hosting events all over the United States that are using running as a vehicle for social change. And something that I actually heard on your podcast with your conversation with Eric Dyson that really, really hit close to home um, you were talking about the way that there's sort of like a shift of political consciousness in athletes and that athletes are being unapologetic in what they believe in and taking on a greater social responsibility. And that's really what Run for All Women is doing. It's empowering women to use their bodies, using movement to you know, send a message and raise a lot of money for Planned Parenthood. Yes, Allison. Be the change you want to see. I love it. Okay, so uh, I'm giving you this platform to make sure everyone knows how they can help. How can they donate? Donating, you can do that through CrowdRise. So it's CrowdRise.com slash run for all women. And the four is the number four. Um, Again, we're also on uh, Instagram and Twitter at run for all women. And um, there are other ways to get involved. If you can actually make it to one of the events that are happening around the country, we also also have a virtual race series and there are ways that you can contribute your talent because, you know, this is not something for one of us. It's not something for 10 of us. This is a sustained effort of men and women really getting involved. I really appreciate you joining us here on the podcast, Allison, and I like that you're doing something. It makes me want to be a little more motivated. I, I need to do something. I need to do more than my podcast and my job. But I'm going to think of something. I don't want to run. I know I see you're doing a yoga <laughs> challenge. 
I'm a trot. I'm going to come to New York and trot with you guys. I got a couple of weeks in New York. Oh, I'm going to do the run okay. walk. I'll do the tr- I'll just call it a trot. OK, is that is that a promise? Yeah, no, that is a promise because I need to do something. I need to physically move. I'm a yoga girl. I see you're doing the challenge as well, and I love yoga. It's it's easy for me, easy in the sense of it's therapy. That's my therapy. But I need to I need to start moving. I need to do something else, Allison. This is the point. You, I I move. I am movement. I like it. (laughs) Isn't it interesting that what's easy for you, which is yoga, is what I struggle through? Like. To be quiet and in my own head and, and with those movements, like, that's tough for me. So I think, you know, there's a lot we can learn. I'll struggle through yoga. You'll come and struggle through <laughs> run walk with us. <laughs> it is a done deal. Again, Boom. Allison Desir, founder of the Harlem Run Club. Uh, she's an amazing woman. If you don't know about her, please find out. And again, she is a part of the Unlike Any campaign with Under Armour. And from my understanding, your week launches with uh, Under Armour uh August 16th through the 21st, where pe- people can see your product and what you're doing, correct? Yes, that's, that's correct. I, I also want to mention one thing that was really special about the Unlike Any launch. So there, were, the, there was a press event during the day, and then there was a little break before the evening, and my now fiancé asked me to marry him. I right forgot there. to and include <laughs> that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Congratulations. Yes. It was truly unlike any. So I'm here, like, visiting <sighs> with my ring. I cannot even believe it's real life. <laughs> I need you. Is I got to go. I follow you on Instagram. I got to go take a look at it. I saw him propose. And I actually, here's a secret. I heard someone talking about it before it actually happened. So that's why no I was way. kind of, yeah, because he, he had told a couple of people in the organization at that event that it was happening then because your mom was there and that's yes. why I was avoid talk I wasn't trying to talk to you because I can't hold water <laughs> like I would have been like girl congratulations he'd be like congratulations about what exactly like anyway it was that's oh congratulations awesome. I for Thank I you. totally forgot about that um he's a great yeah. man see look at that not too yes. long ago your man was cheating on you you got rid of him and got a new one now you're getting married and ah oh, it's all good right. thanks to running right it's all good. I met him. I met him through running. So I know. I have so much to thank for this sport. Okay, so let me just tell you something. The ladies who are listening to this podcast, they're about to start their own run club. They're gonna be like, "You say I can get a man? You say I can get a deal with Under Armour? You say that life can change if I just start trotting up and down the street?" Well, <laughs> you is- know what? I, you know what I say? Like, and I don't mean this to be cliche at all, but I truly, I was not. I didn't start running to find a man or have any of these amazing things. But through running, I started feeling good about myself, and I have become my best self. So I truly believe whatever it is that you're doing, if you're moving in the direction of trying to be trying to be your best self, like the rest will come. Uh, can 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 the 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 crowd say amen? I I want to. Where's the offering plate? Should I give you a donation now? That was really a message. Thank you so much, yeah. Allison Desir. Go run, that's ladies. Nice. You'll get a man. I mean, but that's not the main reason though to run. That's not <laughs> the message, but that might happen too. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Thank you, Kate. Run for a man. No, I'm kidding. Listen, Desir, she really has a wonderful story. Um, she took what would some think is, you know, tragedy or her own her own personal issues and turned it into something for good. And she wasn't even looking for all the other blessings that came out of it. She just tried to help other people. I think that's the big message here. I think that once you ultimately try to help others, you help yourself. It, it's just how that process works. Um, she is unlike any. 
in terms of any athlete that I've ever talked to and dealt with before. She joins a wonderful group of women who have inspired me. Misty Copeland, you know, this ballerina is something special. She too has done things that most would say she's not supposed to do because of her frame or because of her style. And here she is, a principal ballerina. And it's unheard of the way that she has really taken that industry by storm in terms of making it more mainstream and more popular and giving it to people who don't necessarily have the means to say, oh, I want to be a ballerina when I grow up. She is the representation and she has the respect that of so many. And so I am inspired by these women. Uh, the campaign again, and it, this is uh, not a plug for Under Armour, but I think you should go to their Under Armour women page and check out these five ladies. They are something amazing about all of them and what they do. They're so unique in their in their individual fields and they're receiving uh, so much love and support because they actually are changing lives. Who would have thought that running changes lives? I'm not running, no. I'm trotting. I, I don't like to run. I stick to yoga. Thank you for listening, to be honest. Thanks for listening to Be Honest with Carrie Champion. For more great podcasts, check out ESPN.com slash podcenter. Oh,